What's up, y'all? The NBA season is rolling, and we are here with one of our NBA experts, Buck Waller. What's going on, man? How are you doing? Oh, you know, living the dream of watching my team disappoint me yet again. You know, I thought we were going 82-0. So, but turns out we uh, we played to the level of competition, so. Nothing's changed in that regard, huh? And so we're going on. 81 and one. Is that what you think yeah. now? Yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to need some more efficient performances from our stars if we're going to win some games. We'll less I got a trivia maybe. question. I got a trivia question for y'all before we kick this off. Episode 78. What? Who the fuck are you? I do. You just think I do. you can it's open this episode with a trivia question? You think you're just it's allowed to just hijack the show yeah. like that? It's, it's me. So, yeah. Who scored 78 points in an NBA game? One person has done it. Exactly 78. You're gross. What the frick, dude? What are you talking about, my guy? Like, why? 78. 78 points. Did he play for Kentucky? No, he did not. He he did not play in our lifetime either. Okay. Oh, well... Well, the man. That makes a lot of sense. Whoa, that was so that was so hard. Oh my god! It was a small I guess the guy that has. He's talking about ten, NBA, man. Seven of the top ten records. Jeez, Bus is trying to hijack the show, so I guess I better do the same and play this music. y'all for this nba preview we're gonna go over the over-unders for all the teams all 30 teams buck is here we're starting in the western conference let's start with our own division the wolves division let's start with though the defending champions the denver nuggets 52 and a half wins was their line for this season i'm going over i don't know about y'all there's no slowing down from this team uh, Jokic is the best player in the world. They're they're winning at least fifty three games this year. Oh yeah, I've been on the the Denver hype train for the last five years or so, and I don't see anything slowing them down whatsoever. I believe they only lost Bruce Brown, which was a phenomenal role player, but they're nothing's going to stop them. Nothing. I look at all at all these other teams, the age, either being too old, too young, or in the East. So nothing. Or the stop. health too. Spinny, you're pointing down, man. Give it to us. I I have this team very high in my standings in the West, as we'll find out later. But I have them under 52.5. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of teams. I still have them in the top echelon of teams in the league. I just I don't know if there's going to be a lot of teams winning over that number this year. Yeah, so you're, you're just expecting just as much parity as last year, if not more, in the Western Conference. Yeah, is what you're getting exactly, at. exactly. Okay. They did win 53 games exactly last year, so they would have to 
win just the same amount of games to hit that number. So it is kind of risky in that regard. And, and like you said, Spinny, it is it is a very would, crowded West. I would argue it's not risky over. in that regard, right? Because they're better. They're going to be better than last year, you would think. You would think, right. But I don't but, know. It's kind of an interesting I, – I did not like a lot of the numbers in the West at all. There's a couple I, I really like, but for the most part, Man, it was it was it was tough going if I was gonna actually gamble on this. They Honestly, I sorry, I thought Denver might be my only team to get close to sixty. So I'm extremely high on them. Wow, I'm really, you're thinking I'm that's really the range you're really. going. I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm thinking fifty five plus two. Honestly, I'm expecting wow. big things out of them this year. Let's jump to our wolves now. Wolves are set at forty four and a half. What do we think, guys? I'll let you all shout yours out first. We got to be all going over, right? We homers here? So I do have the over, but it's only going to be by one game, if that, because, I mean, last year we were 42-40, and 40, and just like we saw in game one uh, last year, we lost right off the bat. We lost to the Spurs, the Thunder. Uh, I think Chicago was in that mix. A lot of people are high on Chicago, but I don't think they're that great, especially in our matchup with them. But – just it seems that the teams that are scrappy that have a lot of energy a lot of young guys that get up and move in transition are just destroy us you know like we're such a half court team and the teams that can get out and running we're we're screwed we lose to especially when a lot of teams that never made the playoffs last year so that that is facts especially when you take terrible shots that leads to fast break opportunities we saw that in game one against the raptors cat and ant were shooting most of their shots were terrible shot selection. So that led to what, like 34 fast break points or something absolutely absurd by the Raptors. Um, so hopefully this changes because that I got a lot of uh, last year vibes from the Wolves in that game one. Spinny, what do you thinking, man? You're going over two or, or no? Yeah, I'm going to hit the over slightly. This is another one where I see 44 or 45 games. So I think Vegas is yeah. right on the money with this one. I went over, I think they'll win 45, but. It's tough going, and we gotta we gotta play better offense, like you said. I think the fast break points are a symptom of a bad offensive scheme. The way we play offense overall, so much isolation, so much bad shots. So I I just hope for at least adjustment adjustments in our offensive game plan, um, and hopefully that'll limit the ridiculous amount of fast break points we like to give up. Oh, Chris Finch also starts the season just like 11 men, 12 men deep, just trying yep. to out his yeah. rotation. And we lose a lot of games because of that. Like, I I hate that. I love Chris Finch, but he's extremely frustrating when it's like, okay, man, like we just gave up a 10 point run, maybe a little timeout here. We don't, we, they don't carry over to the next game. I just think he's one of the worst coaches at knowing when to call a timeout, knowing when to get someone off the court. I mean, we saw last year. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin played for a good month and a half and he, he didn't make a shot for like eight straight games. Literally. It's like, yeah, he used to be awesome. We love the vibes. We love the energy, but dude, get his bald head off the court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you can't make a shot, what are you doing in the game? Yeah. Like yeah. I agree with you. There's, there's so many instances where the guy, especially with McLaughlin's case, I felt like this is how it was with Noel. Like, it's like, okay, this guy's good. We're going to play him, and he's being effective, and then now he's trash, and we're just going to play him anyway and let him shoot us out of games. Well, they're really high on Shake Milton, but what I saw from yesterday, I never want to see him play yeah, another season. I know. He was a close game. What was Troy Brown doing on the court? 
Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't... That, that doesn't make sense either. I don't get it. We'll get McDaniels was... back. I mean, Nah, nah was terrible too, and he was supposed yeah. to be a good fill-in. Everyone's excited about his him being re-signed, but we need McDaniels back, especially if we are going to be that half-court team. Yeah, 100%. You can't, you can't be starting Nikhil Alexander next to uh, Conley and Ant and expect to win a lot of games. We need Jaden out there and, and that defense. That's for damn sure. All right, the Thunder. Same line as the Wolves, 44 and a half. I'm going to be the first to say it. I'm going over. I think they're right around that, that mark, though, so about 45 wins. I'm going to give them this year. Shy is legit top 10 talent. He is one of the best players in, in the world right now. And I have a lot of faith in their other young guys like Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams. And I think Chet's going to be a stud too in his rookie year here. Um, so I might be a little higher on them than most, but this is a team that gives me regular season vibes. Like they're going to care all regular season and they're going to try their ass off every single game. So I like that. And I like the over for the Thunder. I'm hammering the under on the Thunder. I, I, the West is so hard, guys. Like, I took so long just like contemplating and back and forth and couldn't make a decision. Um, the Thunder, I think they're still young. I think we might see even a little regression from last year with the amount of other guys that are going to want to take shots, taking shots away wins from. Last year. Yeah. So I, I think we're going to be right around the same. I had them at 41 wins. So, yeah, I think we're going to be right around the same number, just maybe some more inefficiency, not as good from SGA because I, I believe in him. But if, we can, if he can repeat those same efficiency numbers as last year, I will be kind of mind blown by that. That was ridiculous. So I did take the under, but it is going to be another one of those things where it's just barely. And, you know, there's, they have shy, but the, the rest of the team is extremely young. And they, I think they're still a year away. I mean, getting Chet in is going to help, but at the same time, if this is his first action coming back from that foot injury. How much can you really expect from him? Um, I, I think he's going to be an unbelievable talent in his career, but I just don't think it's there yet. And I think they they are going to need more help, but they will be one of those teams where when you do lose to them, it is going to piss you off and they're going to be upsetting quite a few teams. But I think that they're also going to be losing to teams that are below them some nice just because they just won't have it agreed that makes sense so you guys both think they're a year away maybe with all those picks they have they can finally make a move this summer and then and then go after it next year we'll see though blazers 27 and a half they went 33 and 49 last year that was with dame on the team uh so i think you know what route i'm going here i'm going under this might be one of the worst teams in the league this season yeah, they got an exciting roster, and they're going to have some fun highlights. But uh, I just – I mean, we're going to watch Aiton try to come into his own, and he's going to be trying to do too much most games. So Dominating? What do you mean? We're going we're gonna to see how that goes, just like we did with Cat for a few years. I actually had the over on the Blazers. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I could see them winning that 30-33 to 33 game route, especially if Scoot is – as good of a rookie as I think he's going to be, I think there's a chance that he he is flirting with that rookie of the year uh, situation, even given Victor and Chet. Um, so I'm going to go over still missing the playoffs, but maybe a more exciting team than we think. They could. You're, you're pretty high on Scoot then. 
I hope uh, – I, I am high on Shane Sharp. You know, that's my guy, that Kentucky guy, even though he, he ratted us out and didn't play some game for Kentucky. But whatever, that's a, that's a whole different conversation. Jazz, 35 and a half. Fellas, I'm going under. They went over this margin last year. I'm going under. I don't think they start the season as hot as they did last year. Last year, I felt like so many teams started in such a bad spot. I mean, we have the Warriors' best defender and leader punching their sixth man in the face. The Lakers' roster was in shambles to start of the season. I mean, you could go on and on for a bunch of different teams. Uh, I just don't think they're going to get a lot of wins in the beginning of the season as we saw them get last year. So I'm going under. So the the Jazz have a lot of size, and and but the they difference do, yeah. between their size and our size is I feel like they can move, and I think they're going to cause a lot of problems for some teams, and they they still have the underdog scrappiness that I I gave the same qualities to the Thunder, but I think they have more. They don't have the top tier talent the Thunder does in shy, but uh, they have a they're more depth and they got they got a really good starting lineup if you actually you check it out. So I mean having Markin and start at the three and then uh Collins at the four and if Kessler keeps moving on up, he could have one of those Gobert type uh effects on that team. Sorry, I'm going over. <laughs> no, I I am under on the jazz too. I think we're gonna get some underperformance. And I have questions about those three playing together. You're gonna play Lauren Markin at the three? I just he did I most just, games last year, actually. I know. I, I yes. Who was there for last year, though? It's a good question. Was it Rudy Gay? Yeah, it might have been. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of it, and they they had more athletic dudes that could guard wings. Like who's guarding who's guarding a wing? John Collins or Laurie Markkinen? Right. One of those guys has to guard a wing, and that's not a great op- option for any team. So I'm going the under, but. I could see what you're saying, especially if Kessler takes the step up that it, that he possibly could. The Jazz are a wild card to me. The Jazz rookies look looked really nice in the preseason too, Keont- and that was with our pick too, Keontae yeah. George, Hendricks. The Jazz draft well. Got to give them that. What do we got next, Bus? Sorry, I was just shaking my head at the live score update from the Bills. Dalton Kincaid touchdown. Of course, I did not start Dalton Kincaid. Classic. Anyways, back to basketball. Maps. Really interesting team here. 43 and a half. I don't know about you guys. I'm going under. I, I think this team is in danger of missing the playoffs once again. Their roster is terrible. I absolutely hate the roster other than Luka and Kyrie. And it, I also have a lot of questions about their defense. How I mean, those two can't play a lick of defense. And they're supposed to be guarding the Steph Currys of the Western Conference. I don't know. I just I don't see it. They have a lot of emphasis on Maxine Prosper and Derek Lively to be like real additions and contribute a lot to their rotation. And I don't know if they're ready. I'm going under. I will say like good for them for finally getting an actual center on the roster in Lively. Right. It's like okay, he's over seven foot. Thank goodness you you learned your lesson somewhat. But uh, unless Luca and Kyrie drop forty a night every night, they're not doing good. I'm sorry, you gotta score 150 on that when you're playing for that team. And I'm going under by like, like almost ten games. I'm not feeling. Ooh, damn, you're going. You're sleeping on the Mavs. I actually went over with the Mavs. I think the Mavs are a playoff team. I I think Luca's a top five player, top three player in the league. I think we're gonna see it this year. I, I think the way to a, he. I think he finally steps into his own and affecting wins. Um, 
and this year. So I'm going to put them – I have them slightly over 44 wins, um, but I think the Mavs are going to be better than people think because I, I think Luke is that good. I think Luke is that good to make up for a deficient roster. Okay. He didn't make up for it last year, though. So we'll no, he didn't. <laughs> but is the roster better than last year? I think it I don't is. Know. I mean, you would have to say it's better because Kyrie's on the team right now, actually. So I think it's better year, they obviously. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Rockets, 31 and a half. Uh, I know they added Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks to the roster, but I'm going under uh, to get 32 wins. That's 10 more wins than they had last year. I don't know if those two guys are good enough additions to get them 10 more wins. Uh, I mean, we're talking two guys who – have a career shooting percentage of like 40% flat. So I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not as high on Fred VanVleet as others. So that explains why I'm going under. Yeah, I'm going under as well. I don't think the Rockets are a good team. And like, like you said, 10 more wins is not going to happen for them. And like, and I don't think Fred VanVleet affects winning that much. They got a bunch of inefficient scores on that team. A ton. So I don't know why I took the over, but I guess that's what I was feeling earlier. But I, I mean, granted, I wouldn't want those to be my vets. I just, I really wouldn't. But that is going to help a little bit. But that the the team itself is is so dysfunctional. There's just so many clashing personalities, or just no personalities that are going to like stick strictly to business. So. I did take the over, but everything I'm telling you right now is pretty bad. I don't expect them to be a good team. <laughs> Um, but who knows? I mean, was it Sangoon? He's he's a crazy yeah. player, man. You never know. He and takes like, a board. And thirty-two wins ain't crazy. Thirty-two no, wins right. is still fifty losses. Jalen oh, Green's right. pretty good. Yeah, that's about all I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> Other yeah, than that, I, okay, young guy. I do think I do think the efficiency is the question. If if uh, Jalen Green can be more efficient, or Fred, or you know any of the other guys, they could definitely go over this margin. Grizzlies, yes. 46 and a half. Um, I'm going under simply off the fact that Jaw's out 25 games. I know two years ago they had a good record without Jaw. Last year they did not, though. And this year I think they're not going to have a good record either in the first 25 games because of how loaded this, this Western Conference is. So I'm going under. I am also taking the under, and I just – I actually don't think they're going to be even close to the top of the West this year. Um, I think – this is going to sound crazy, but I think losing Tyus Jones is huge. Not just some person they should have let walk. He's a, a certified winner. Um, I mean, they're replacing him with Marcus Smart, but I just in the whole winning thing, I don't know. There's something with Tyus Jones that assist to turnover ratio, the the settling the play down, just like controlling the tempo of the game. I just I think that was a huge loss, and now losing Stephen Adams on the back end, that's really going to hurt yeah. him too. And I don't know if it was two years ago or a year ago when they had Danny Green, but just the the veterans, I just – looking at that roster, it's not that deep to me. They got a lot of guys that they need to hope takes a step forward because without Jaw, I just – I don't believe in this roster. Couldn't agree more. The They are my biggest under eight-and-a-half games under. I have the Grizzlies missing the playoffs. Eight and a half. Uh, it's. I think it's going to be bad for them with Jaw out. You're going to ask your offense to be carried by Marcus Smart and Jaron Jackson. That's your offensive back plan. What do you mean? You didn't think that went well in uh, Boston with Marcus Smart? <laughs> I love Marcus Smart, so I will not beseech his amazing name 
on this podcast because he is my guy. But yeah, I mean, he's not necessarily the guy I want as my number two offensive weapon on my team if I'm trying to win games. That's that's all I'm going to say on that subject. Grizzlies way under. Mm-hmm. Glad we're all in agreement on, on the Grizzlies. Pelicans, this one's going to be interesting. I feel like I'm going to be in a disagreement with you guys here. I'm going under. Uh, I will just simply not bet the over on this team, given the in- tremendous injury history we have with Zion and Brandon Ingram. Uh, I don't know if that's this is the year where they actually stay healthy. And so I just refuse to bet the over on those guys. Uh, the way I looked at them last year, I believe they were the eight seed. Um, and that was without Zion. And I think he's finally going to play this year. And you can't just be injured that long. I mean, it does happen, but I don't think it's kind of like a make or break year, I feel like, for him almost. Mm -hmm. And I just have it. They're starting line like Valanchunas, McCollum. They're not just going to roll over. Uh, Ingram is very good, even though he has, he's like McDaniels emotions wise. Um, But I I do think they have a scary roster. Just they got to stay healthy, like you said. Second biggest under here is the Pellies. Again, 37 and a half wins where I have – or 37 wins where I have them. Uh, I can't get behind B.I. and Zion staying healthy enough for 82 games for them to consistently win. That's that's the thing with, with me and the and uh, the pals in the same place as Bus. Like, I just, I just can't bet the over given injury history. I just won't. Yeah. Spurs, 28 and a half. Um, I'm going over. I think barely 29, 30 wins. I think, I think Wemby is good enough with their younger guys around him to get about 30 wins. So I'm going to go over it. It'll be barely, but this Wemby guy, dude, he, he is a freak. I would have taken the over even without Wemby. I think that that roster yeah. taking another step forward with Popovich saying he's rejuvenated, find another love for basketball. I, Spurs are going to be good. I don't know how good, but I got the over for sure. It's over Smash City. This is my favorite. This is my this is my pick of both conferences. If I was actually going to bet this and had number to, one, this would be my number one over Smash. Okay, okay. The Spurs. Well, I'm I'm not going to give away my Spurs take because it is pretty hot. But Spurs, huge over Smash. Feel like I know what your your take is. You might have even dropped it on episode seventy seven at the end. Potentially done it. Warriors forty seven and a half. Um, I'm going over, guys. Uh, they I'm I'm thinking forty eight to fifty wins. This is a team that went eleven and thirty on the road last year. Do like do any of us think they're going to be that bad on the road again? Like that's automatically another two three wins right there. So they won forty five games last year. I think this is an over for sure. I, I actually like the CP3 edition too. I know some people don't like that. Uh, I'm taking the under, even though I do think they are going to be a very good team, but I think they're going to be rotating, resting their players because they are, I think they're all either close to 35 or getting over. So the, the sure. team the team is going to need to rest. I do like the depth that they have, and they do have an, an I'll still consider him an energy guy, even though he's sleeping half the time in Wiggins. Because when he is on, he's on. And when, if they are resting, they are going to need him. So on the games he's needed, and that would be a role player. So I'm taking the under, but I, they are going to be a very good team. I hit the over here too. Um, this is a team that's biggest weakness the last couple of seasons has been turning the ball over. 
and especially late in games in key situations. And now we're replacing Jordan Poole's turnover machine looking ass with CP3, probably one of the most efficient um, runners of Point offense God. in yeah. the league. Point God. So I just, I just love that for them. Um, I love how CP3 fits in. And I also just love, like Buss said, we're not, we're not, there's no way they have that bad a record on the road. And I think part of that is they're going to be more of a team this year without Jordan Poole. There's not going to be this big wedge between everybody. There's not going to be this weirdness going on. I, I honestly really genuinely think that contributed to a ton of their road struggles okay. last year. And I think that'll change with Chris Ball. Yeah. Totally he gives out. <laughs> True. Could happen. Could happen. Not to mention, though, Wiggins also missed like half the season, too. So you yeah. would imagine. Hopefully he doesn't again. Hopefully everything's fine with his father. I haven't heard anything since that all came out. But you would imagine that's not happening. Clippers, 45 and a half. I'm going under for the exact same reasons as Pelicans. I refuse to go over on this team given the injury history. So I think it's going to go to Kawhi and PG's head. I'm going the over. And they do not want to be the ones known for uh, load management because right now they're the face of that term. And Paul George made the comments about not wanting to be the face of that. And I think that they're going to play minor injuries. And I do think that this might be the last year of the window for the Clippers to win anything. So I think they're going to be going all out and not just trying to get to that. Like a lot of veteran teams do just get into the playoffs. I think they're going to want to be top four. I have Clippers under, but I think it's close. I think they're in that 43 to 45 win range, uh, mid, mid-pack mid in the West. This is a team I could be the most wrong about because obviously if PG and Kawhi are playing, they are one of the best teams in the in the conference for sure. Yeah, Lakers? I, my big thing too with the Clippers is I've had faith in them the past couple of years and they've absolutely well, roasted me. So I exactly. just, just got to switch it up on them this year. I can't can't give it to them they're probably gonna roast me again now but is what it is they're a crazy team man and it's all vets it is vets they have they've they've been winning without paul george and Kawhi. so other la team lakers 46 and a half uh i think this team started this year in a better spot compared to last year roster wise at least um obviously the big question here is can ad play 65 plus games um if he can they're for sure over i feel like i'm taking them over i am i might be a little biased just given that lebron's on the team though uh under under by a mile under by a mile i just okay they just told announced that they're gonna put a minute restriction on lebron and as that starts going bad they're gonna overwork him uh i'm sorry but i haven't believed in anthony davis for years I, I mean, they won the chip with him, but I just – I don't think he's as elite as a lot of people say he is, and the rest of the team is just role players. Uh, D'Angelo Russell sucks. He's a loser. Uh, Gabe Vincent, I, that's a great addition uh, for the offense, but they they got uh, Austin Reeves now coming in as like the three-headed monster type of thing, but no, I'm sorry. He's not as good as people say he is either. I just – that team is just a lot of role players to me. I agree. There are a lot of role players. I just like their role players. I like the roster uh, overall. And I think, hmm, 
No, I don't think that. I was I was actually about to say, I can't believe that was about to come out of my mouth. What was about to come out of my mouth was, I believe AD might actually be consistent on offense for a season. And then I was like, Dylan, what are you doing? Like, what are you, and you're not actually thinking that to yourself. So I have him over. I think they'll be right around that 46 to 47 win total. AD will do just enough and LeBron will be efficient in his 28 to 30 and be healthy at the end of the season. But AD's not being offensively consistent. Let's be real. Never going to happen. No, it's just it's just not. It's just not happening. Suns, 52 and a half. Obviously, ton. Big move this offseason, getting Bradley Beal in there. I'm going under. I'm thinking this is about a 50-51 team win team. They're going to be just under. Uh, it just seems like a team to coast in the regular season to me. They're going to want to keep their guys, their stars healthy for the playoff run. So, I'm going under. I agree completely, and I just they don't have a lot of depth. They're, they're really banking on Bull Bull being real good. I mean, Kata Bates D up, my my guy right there. Uh, he's not that good, but he is on 2K. Um, but Josh Okoge can't shoot. I mean, he can play defense, but he's he's like he, he, he seems like he does crack right before he goes on to the court. So I just – he was all over the place on Tuesday night, I will say. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Literally. Under. Under. Going on. Yep. Under. under. Not, okay. not enough guys playing enough games. Kings, last team. 44 and a half. This is a very easy one to me. I'm going over. This team won 48 games last year. I don't know why this number is set at, as the same number as the Thunder and the T-Wolves. That makes no sense to me. I'm going over. They literally return everybody, every single player. Light the beam. Light the damn beam. Light the beam. Let's go. Light the damn beam, baby. Fully on this Kings bandwagon. They got so much energy. They 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 look look like a team who will just fight for anybody and everyone on their roster. I'm fully. They're my Nuggets of four years ago, and I think they're just going to keep progressing. I I am fully believing in this Kings team. Light the beam. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, I think that's a good transition to the playoffs now to see where we have some of these teams. Buck, you're the guest here. Read us off your seeds, one through ten. All right, so I'm going to keep Denver at top. I think, like I said, I think they're going to be close to 60 wins, and then there's going to be a decent gap uh, to team two. And then I'm going Kings at two. But just, like I said, I like the beam. Uh, I believe in the Clippers at three, if they're going to stay healthy. Uh, then I'm taking the Suns at four. I know we talked about them coasting or whatnot, but I think they, they're still going to have enough offensive power and that they're going to want home court advantage. Uh, then I have the Warriors just below the Suns. And then this is – this is things got real tricky in the middle here. I like I didn't have, uh No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to put the Wolves real high, but it's not going to happen, and I'm, we're going to be in the play again. But it's going to be Pelicans, then the Wolves, then OKC. Utah and Memphis as the 10 seed. Ooh, okay. You're barely going to make it. Okay. So no Lakers. No Lakers. Oh, no Lakers. That, that is, is LeBron so is not missing the playoffs. LeBron is so on the LeBron's in next season already, all right? He's also oh, that's so hot. I can't oh what team am I going to play for? My contracts up, who am I going to recruit there? This Lakers. This team. is this is gonna be freezing cold takes most retweeted take this of all time. Wild. At the end of the year. This is wild. That's all I'm saying. This is a wild take. Spinning. 
you gave off a lot of uh, faces when Buck was reading, so I, I got to hear yours. We now. don't have a much different standings. I do have the Nuggets at one, 51 wins. Warriors at two with 49 wins. The Suns at three, 48. Lakers at four. Kings at five. Wolves at six, 47, 46, 45, respectively. Clippers at seven, 44. Mavs at eight, 43. Thunder at 9-42, and the 10-seeded San Antonio Spurs with 40 wins. That is my Who did, who did you leave off? Pels? Grizzlies and Pels out. I'm cold, and he has the Spurs making it. No, Spurs are hot. in. That's Spurs so are hot. in, baby. So hot. Spurs oh are God. in. Not in this West. We got some hot ones here. I feel like mine is like – the coldest out of out of <laughs> us three. I'm going Nuggets one. What a surprise there! I like Buck. I'm a believer in the Kings. They are my two seed. The Kings two. I guess we are lighting the beam on hard headed this week. Holy cow! Every, like we've said this whole time, everything here is separated by like a game, two through. Yes. So like, it's all nitpicking here and there. I'm going Suns three. Like Buck said, I said they were going to coast, but they're still going to reach almost 50 wins. So they're going to be a top four seed. Warriors four. Lakers five, Artsy Wolf six. Let's go. That means we'd have to face the Suns in my bracket. Oof, that's tough. Thunder seven, Grizzlies eight, Clippers nine, and Mavs ten. I'm leaving the Clippers out of the playoffs. I'm doing it. Whoa. And the Pels, what? I don't you care. just said Clippers. You said Clippers, Clippers nine. Oh, yeah. Nine. Yeah, that's. I I don't think that's too hot. Buck, do you have the Mavs in the playoffs? Sorry, my dog's going crazy. I do not. The Mavs, I think, are only going to be around thirty wins. Thirty wins. He did. He said way on. He said like ten yeah. games under earlier. That is crazy to me. So we all, you, we all have Blazers and Rockets. So those are the only two teams we all have out. Because you have the Jazz in the playoffs, right, Buck? Or did I miss that? He did. Yeah. Yep. They're nine seed. So yeah, only two teams were agreeing on. So a lot of. A lot of differences here in the West. I love it. I Like you said, this is going to be an insanely close uh, conference. I think much closer than the other one. Um, and it's it's just going to be wild. So I'm I'm so excited for these Western Conference regular season games. If you had All to right. guess one team that's just going to fall flat on their face in the West, who is it going to be? That's it is to me. team that you voted to go into the playoffs. Okay, Ooh. I was going to say, I feel – I was going to say the Clippers, but – um, man, it's I the hate Mavs. It. It's the Mavs for me. I didn't have the Mavs in either. I guess I'm gonna have to say Grizzlies. They're my eight seed. So, um, I do think there's a world where, hate to say it, but a little anti-homer here. I think there's a world where the the Wolves can plot. So that's mine. Do, do hate Love the Wolves? I'm born a pessimist, man. Jeez, and sports did it to me. <laughs> I don't blame you there. All right, before we uh, before we play trivia and get our other guest on, Western Conference champion, go. I'm taking Nuggets, repeating West. Kings. Warriors. Kings. Oh, really like the B. Buck was not playing. Not no, it's playing. It's going to be the Kings. Three different teams. I like it. All right, Spinny. Let, let's hear from Jack, and, and we'll get our other guest on. Let's go.
Oh, all right, y'all. Our other NBA expert, Connor Forbrook, back on once again. You are muted, though, Connor. Before we uh, let's go, boys. Let's go. Glad to have you. Before we get to regular trivia, I have a bonus trivia question, giving you all an advantage over me. Really? Just a one pointer or what? One pointer. It is my. It is my headline. What does ECW question mark stand for? It is NBA related. If you can even get in the realm of what it stands for, I will give you an extra point. ECW. NBA related. We're supposed to write this down. Nope. You're just going to say it. Okay. Is it the new finals award? The Eastern Conference... Uh, MVP of the playoffs or whatever. Oh, okay. I like that. Boss? I can't think of what it's called. Uh, I don't have a single guess, by the way. I don't really have a guess. Now, what is he doing? <laughs> all, I, I, all I think is RVD and Tommy well, I'm Dreamer. Just, and I'm just getting the scoreboard. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Well, Buck was, Buck was in the realm. It is Eastern Conference. But it's Eastern Conference Wolves, question mark. With the new NBA expansion, it looks like there's a possibility we get the Eastern Conference Minnesota Timberwolves. What do we think about that? That's true. That also the Pellies, right? I want it. Weird. Yeah, us and the Pellies would be flipped. Or the Grizz. Or the Grizz. Yeah, Yeah, we might not make it. weird, would not? I don't know. I'd almost rather be in the East right now, though, if I'm the Wolves in the West. I got all my beefs with these Western Conference teams that we face two or three times a year. I want to keep my enemies. All right. That's fair. I like that. I All right. I'm going to go first, too, with my easy question because it it might be easy. It might not. We're going, we're going a different sport. We're going soccer. We're going English Premier League for my easy question. Who currently leads the English Premier League in points? Team. Team that is first place right now in EPL. Forbes, I, go last, go last. I, you know I think I have a guess, but I, I'm I'm not positive by any means. English Premier League, well. All right, I, I guess I got a guess. I mean, throw it out there. Buck, do you have a guess? I couldn't tell you a single team. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> not one? No. All right, I'm going uh, to go. I have no faith. Man, you? That's, I'm going to go Arsenal. Team, right? the, answer, the answer is Tottenham. But Man U and Arsenal are both teams. That's a bullshit easy question. <laughs> what do you mean? It's the that most popular That's what I come sports, into. The most popular sports league in the world. Sorry. Right. I'll go, I'll go second here. My easy question is also not um, – it's a different sport than basketball. It's hockey. Who is the number one ranked team in college hockey right now? Easy. Easy. I know. Duluth. <laughs> the Gophers? It's your Minnesota Golden Gophers. It's, it's the Gophers. They're number one right now. Point for me and Spinny. Buck, what's your easy question? Okay, so mine are definitely easier than your guys's. So the Timberwolves just overtook this team as the worst winning percentage of all time in any sport. 
Oh, wow. In any sport? I feel yep. like that's not an easy So we're talking now. like four major sports? Everything. They have the worst winning – they overtook this team as the worst winning percentage in their team's history. Like, Is, is, is this – I got I to gotta um, guess. Is this an American four major sports pro team? I, I, yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Um, ooh, oh, okay. I think I got a guess. Uh, yeah. Lions. Houston, Texas. All right. Browns. Okay, so it should have helped you that they just this team ended up being good as of recent, and it is the Buccaneers because Tom. Oh Drake shit, that was my other guess. Oh dang, yeah, oh, that was good. That was the good. Bucks, the huh? Bucks. That's crazy. That's crazy. My easy question: Name the three teams that the Nuggets beat in the Western playoffs last year on the way to the finals. You don't have to name them in order. Just name me the three teams. I, I could do it. So. I got him. Should be pretty easy. Got to get all three of them. I'll go first because I don't remember the semifinals. It's Wolves, Kings, Lakers. Walker spinning. It's Wolves, Lakers, Suns. It's, that's the Wolves, Lakers, Suns. God damn it. It is Wolves, Suns, then Lakers. Correct. You didn't say I had to get them in order, so no, no, correct. On you. After All right, the easy round, Spinny, you lead the way. Oh, got to get my lead back. Okay, second, who, Michael Penix Jr. currently leads college football in passing yards on this season. Who is second? Total passing yards, college football. Michael Penix. I, what are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Come on, my guy. <laughs> hey, are we, here and his were you, were you <laughs> listening no, to my question or not? Yeah, did you say college football? Serious, I said I. But the question read is Michael Michael Penix is number one in passing yards in college football. Who's number two? That was my question. <laughs> He's both. <laughs> All right, I, all right. Actually, I got a second. I got a guess. I I have literally no idea. This is quarterback we should know. I'm going Bo Nix. Caleb Williams. Drake Boss. May. And the answer is Jaden Daniels, LSU. Jaden Daniels, He's LSU. Two? Four yards behind Michael Penix only. Four yards. Oh, I can't believe he's number two. Benny's out here with the hard questions, though, huh? That was right. that was medium. What are you talking about? My medium probably should have been my easy, but the boys out there made me switch. We're gonna say which team had the best regular season record last year in the NBA. Can I can I say it? Or you guys you can. It's, you uh, can Thank you. it's the Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks, yeah, you guys are all right. All right. Okay. So this player led his team in free throw percentage during practice 
but had a 40% drop-off come regular season or come game time. And this was back in 2012. Eastern Conference, can you name this player? What? He shot 82. So this is a fun fact I use when I did play-by-play all the time. Of Everyone's like, oh, free throws, whatever. I'm like, no, it's psychological because this player shot 82% during practice, but come game time, he shot 43%. I got to guess. 2012. Considering I have zero points. I know this is not right, but like Ben Simmons is the guy that came to my mind, but that's obviously not it. I have a guess. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to White Howard. I'm going to White Howard as well. You're going to have to count me down here. I'm going to say Al Jefferson. It's Dwight Howard. Yeah. Let's go. That put me in the lead. Let's go. Screw you, Smitty. I think it's skunk. All right. That's what you get for not just copying our answer. Come on. I'm not a cheater like that. My medium question. Last year's leader in steals per game. Got a guess. God, I looked at this right before this, and now I can't remember. You knew. Okay, I'm going to reveal something, by the way. <laughs> but Connor, Connor and I were having a, a gathering the other night, and he was telling me, he's like, I know every time I come on, I just study the stats from all the sports that are going on right now because I know Buss's question is going to come from there, from something from there. Basketball <laughs> reference, Back. the leader's page. Absolutely Back. died. Now I can't remember it. Okay, Buck, have, you got a guess? I, do, I I'm going Darian Fox. Ooh, leader in steals per game. Forbes. <clears throat> what do we got? I'm going to Giannis. It's not right though. Dejounte Murray. Last year's leader in steals. I was kind of. Is it Drew? I was no. kind of mad this guy made the no. forward spot over Jaden McDaniels. It is fellow mm. North player, OG Ananobi. Yeah. 1.9 steals per game last year. He went nuts yesterday. Yeah, he did. Spinny, hard round. I lead five. Spinny has four. Buck has three. And Forbes has two. Five, four, three, two. Hard question. Who currently leads the NCAA in sacks? Who currently leads college football in sacks? If you get this person's school, I will give you one extra bonus point for the school they go to. So player and school, one bonus point available. Larry couldn't even give you a player. What? Sean Oakman. <laughs> yeah, my, my... Oakman. My Ed Rusher college football knowledge is is lacking. Yeah, Sam. Um, I'll I'll just go for the bonus point, I guess. Uh, yeah, me too, Georgia. <laughs> I'm gonna go. God, I wanted to go Georgia, but now I can't take that. 
Let's go, my Bama boys, baby. Come on, I, I'm a Miami Bama player. It is former FCS powerhouse James Madison. Oh, and the rusher's name is Jalen Green. Jalen Green, exactly it's like pretty, the NBA player. Why is it the idea? Jalen yeah. Green from the James Madison. Three All right, my hard question. If you watch, it's if you watch the Tim, it's hard unless you watch the Timberwolves game yesterday. The Timberwolves have lost this many international regular season games in a row. I got my number. Got you got it. I got think it. it's. I think it's now nineteen. 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 You guys all watch the Wolves, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's 19, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, how about a bonus point if you did watch, just because I'm taking over the show. Uh, who is who is the second team that was just under the Raptors for most losses in a row against another team? That happened was to it, also be the Timberwolves. Was it the Celtics? Is that just for I'm him? Gonna, okay, good. I'm going to say Warriors. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I knew the Wolves were the top two, but then they showed... I don't but, know the second one. Spit it out. <laughs> Words. This is a podcast Celtics. after all. Celtics. <laughs> Copy. It is the Celtics. You don't, remember, you don't remember Shabazz Muhammad dropping 45 on the uh, whatever Warriors team that was? 79. Yeah, you're right. What? I forgot about that. Old Shabazz. Uh, Did you just get a bonus point, boss? You absolute rat snake. I mean, are we counting that or no? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, that's a great bonus. Oh yeah, point. Oh, yeah. my bonus points. I'll oh, take I it too. <laughs> Me too. I need them all. I need all of them. <laughs> all right. What's your hard question? So we all know Trace McGrady scored 13 points in 35 seconds, but Tracy played the whole game, and that was at the end of the game when he did that. Who scored the most points in an NBA game while playing the least amount of total minutes? I'll give you a hint. It's only one minute played. So it was before our time, but you should know you. It's a known name if you know NBA. Okay. But it's before before our lifetime, not in our lifetime. No. Say the question again. So you're so saying this dude logged one minute. This dude and, logged. And he scored one. more than thirteen points. This he's logged one minute and is the most points scored in one minute in oh. NBA history. I got a guess. I'm gonna guess. Oh, I, I actually, guess. I've actually seen this before. Oh no! I'm gonna say like I don't. I have no idea. I'm gonna say Bob Cousy. Uh, I'm gonna say like how many bonus points. points can we give out if you get the exact number? I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, Spin. You have a guess? Yeah, I do. I have two guesses really, but. Can we get one? Come on. I'm going Reggie Miller. I'm going to go with Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete Maravich. Ooh, that's a good one. It is Lenny. Sorry. It's Lenny Wilkins. Lenny Lenny Wilkins. Wilkins. How many points did he score? 16 points in one minute. 16? (laughs) Holy. That's a lot. Versus the Lakers on October 19th, 1967. (laughs) How do you score 16 points? 
Uh, here, I got his stats right here. Uh, he was four for eight from the field, so he shot – or no, he shot 13 times in that one minute. He had – this cannot be right. He had nine rebounds, nine assists. This – okay. That's this wrong. That right. used Stats right. It says it says 16 points, nine rebounds, nine assists in one minute. 13 shots taken, eight free yeah, throws. There's just no way. Maybe assisted it off the backboard to himself. Yeah, cap. That might get it done. Uh, I might put this right. on. I might put that question under protest. On stat muse. That's using well, no, uh, no one got it right anyway. True. All right, here we go. Spinny, you need this question. You get it, you win. All you other guys are out already. I'm sorry. But my hard question last year's leader in offensive rating in the NBA. That is simply points produced by a player per 100 possessions. That is what offensive rating is. Offensive rating, huh? Points produced by a player per 100 possessions. Offensive rating. The bonus. Is that your guess, the bonus? It's a bonus. Can you tell me what offensive rating is again? Sorry. Points produced by a player per 100 possessions. So this is for a whole team, though? What do you mean? I thought you said the team that leads an, led an offensive rating. No, one player. Last year's oh, league leader. Yeah. I'll say Joker. I think it's the number of points oh. scored per 100 minutes when you're on the court. Per 100 possessions when you're on the court. Correct, yeah. Yeah. You said 100 minutes. You said 100 possessions. 100 possessions. That's what it is. Are you sure? Yes. I've taken – I've looked directly – Look, just That's... type in what is offensive rating if you don't believe it. <laughs> Fine. Ah, oh, this is so hard, boss. Why are you doing this to me? They both gave me a, a guess already. <sighs> Mm. Mm. We're going to go Tyrese Halliburton. You guys are all incorrect. It is a big, though, as kind of expected with advanced metrics in the NBA. It's a guy you guys would have never guessed. Is it Rudy? He was torching torching the boards in the playoffs for the two, two rounds that they played. Oh, not Rudy. He was cooking AD on the boards. Cooking Sabonis on the boards, even. Kavon Looney. Uh, Kavon Looney led the, the NBA in offensive rating. Yep. That just shows that that's... Margin too. 147.4. Everyone else was 136 or lower. Um, Jokic was the next closest. Jokic was second or third in offensive rating, so Boris was the closest guess. And then it was Sabonis. So Sabonis was in the top ten for sure. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's me. That's a dub for me. Appreciate y'all. You're oh, lucky you got that bonus point. Well, I beat you. It was nine to seven to oh. five to three. So these points carry over. Yes. Oh, yeah, we'll keep track. We'll keep track. Dang, episode 78 got me at three points. Yep, three points. Did Connor take his lead back? Did Forbes yeah, did take I? his uh, lead back? 
I kind of suck today. So after three points, he did in fact take the lead. He is now up thirty-nine to thirty-eight on CFE Mike. Wow, I, new leader on the guest leaderboard. Let's go. That's All wild. right. All right. Well, thank you, Doc. Appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, everyone, go get this dude's board game. We shouted it out on the mock draft. Sheer embarrassment available now on Kickstart, right? It is. Already right. ordered by members of this pod. That is true. Order it up. All right, Buck. We appreciate it. Thank you, you Buck. Peace out. Oh, All right, Forbes. All right, East. Let's get it. We're going to start. I'm not even going to try to attempt to name the division these guys are in. But we're starting the Celtics division. Let's start with Celtics. 54 and a half was their over, believe it or not. Uh, I'm sticking with the over. They won 57 games last year, so they would have to lose four more games after adding Porzingis and Drew Holiday. No chance in hell. Yeah, I got the over, too. I, yeah, I think I think Joe Maz, uh second year under him, I think there'll just be a little bit more stability. You got Drew Holiday coming in, obviously. Um, I think that at the towards the end of the year, I think they'll struggle maybe in the playoffs without. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a Porzingis believer necessarily, especially in the playoffs. So I think they'll maybe struggle mm-hmm. defensively against bigs, and so that's kind of why I I went I go over in the regular season, but we'll see when it comes playoff time. I actually have them under 54 wins, I think. 54 wins for my squad. Um, Spoiler alert, I still did have them as the number one seed, but I just don't think there's going to be a team. I think think the Celtics on on my book have the most wins in the NBA with 54. I don't think anyone is going to surpass 54 wins this year. Uh, I'd be shocked. I think Bucks and Celtics are both 55 plus this year. I I don't think the East is very good, to be honest. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that too. Nets, 37 and a half. I'm going under. I love Mikel Bridges. I don't think, though, however, he can be your one on your team. Uh, I don't like the roster around him. Basically, to get 38-plus wins, I feel like Ben Simmons has to be really effective for them, which I obviously am not going to bank on. Forbes. Yeah, I, I had the under two. Um, the only reason I would – is maybe I don't think they have their first, so I think they would be more in kind of no reason to like the tank kind of mode. But 37 and a half is kind of a big number, so I, I ended up going under anyway. I went over, I think they're going to be a 38 39 win team, uh, maybe even sneaking the plan uh, for these boys. Faith in, faith in your guy, Mikel, huh? Yep. Knicks, other New York team, 45 and a half. They had 47 wins last year. I'm going over. I think they're right around that 47 mark once again. Uh, I think Brunson will take another step forward this year. Um, I love Brunson, as as has been established on this podcast. So I'm going over. Yeah, no, I had the over two. Um, kind of Tibbs effect, too. I mean, that dude's always going to play for every game in the regular season. He coaches hard. Uh, and- right. Brunson, I think Randall is kind of a regular season type player too. And yeah, no, I, with a weak East, I, I kind of like them with the over. 
Yeah, the slide over as well. I think they're going to be in that mid tier in the East, which might get them to uh, that 46, 47 win range. 76ers, 47 and a half. I'll let y'all shut all your picks first. That's an under smash for me. I do not like what they got going on. I think the vibes are weird. I think the coaching is mediocre. I'm just I'm just not I'm not in on them at all. They they don't scare me when they're good. And right now I don't know if they're even gonna be like as good as they have been in the last couple of years. So I'm gonna smash the under on that one. Yeah, no, this one simply came down to me where it's like, do I wanna get burned on taking the over and then all of a sudden like James Harden's out for two months or he's getting traded and they don't get much back. And it's kind of like, I'd rather just go on the under and if they burn me high, it's like, all right, whatever. Right. No, I'm exactly the same. Just too much drama, too much shit going on with this, this Sixers team right now. Raptors 36 and a half. Uh, I'm going over. I don't, I don't know if there'll be much over this number. I do think, though, if they keep OG and Scotty and Siakam all year long, which I didn't think they were going to do in that last year. So knowing uh, Masai or however you say his name up there, the GM, they're going to be on the team all season. I think that gives them 37 wins at least. Yeah, I think I think uh, Raptors are going to trade some dudes, and even if they keep them, I'm not confident. I actually went under on this one for the Raps. No Nick Nurse also. And me and Buss are aligned again. Yeah, no, I – I think with Pascal and Scotty Barnes, and I, I, I don't know. I, they're one of the teams I like more in the East than than most. So that's kind of why I went over. And thirty six and a half. That doesn't seem that. It kind of seems low. I could see him being right around like thirty eight, thirty nine. So that's yeah. kind of why I went over. I agree. Also, I think Siakam is a good regular season player too. I mean, he went off last year in the regular season, ex- especially after last night too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the they beat the Wolves, which a lot of a lot of people are high on this year. I know it's only one game, but they right. looked a lot better than than probably most thought. Also, just wanted to correct myself a little bit. Sixers do have Nick Nurse as their head coach right now, so good coaching there uh, in Philadelphia. I just don't know about him controlling the personnel and all the drama and everything that's going on, especially with Maury and and all that. So. Good coaching, not not dogging on Nick Nurse, but it's just kind of a dumpster fire feeling situation there in Philly. Bulls, 37 and a half. <laughs> I bank on this every year that they're finally going to break ba- break up this trio, so I'm going to bank on it once again. They're going to finally understand that Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch is just not a trio that's going to win them games, <laughs> so I'm going under. Over for yeah. me. Uh, I think... Uh, I think the Bulls sneak in the plan. Maybe no go too oh much farther than that. But I have Just faith NBA in those three boys getting them more. in the play. Yes, NBA purgatory gods, the Chicago Bulls. No, th- this is kind of what this kind of like the Raptors. They're kind of in the Raptors magic uh, net zone, and I just like a couple other teams more than I like the Bulls, and so that's kind of why I went under on them. I could see them being. I don't know. For some reason, some of those teams I can see being. 38-39 win team. I for the Bulls, it's kind of tough. I, I see him missing the play in just by a little bit, just because of it. DeRozan is on a final year of his contract, so very tradable contract. So that might be something to look out for. Cavs fifty and a half. Um, last year they were right around that number. I'm going under. I think they're going to be right about there. 49, 48 wins. 
Um, they went 31 and 10 at home, though. I don't know if they can repeat that type of record. I have the Cavs under as well, um, but right. I think 50 wins is right what we're right. looking at for the Cavs. Yeah. So I think it's really this is one I would stay away from if I was a gambling human. No, I have them under two, but part of me thinks I should just scream over. They're kind of the team that they're kind of youngish where the regular season almost more matters to them. Like some of these teams like the Celtics or like the Sixers and stuff, you're resting towards the end of the year. These guys might still be playing as hard as possible. So I went with the under, but that's one that I think I'd maybe switch to over. I could see him maybe sneak into one of the two seats this year. Okay. I could see that too. Mobley's going to have to take a leap on the offensive end for that to happen. Pistons, 28 and a half. I feel like both of you guys are, are higher on this team than I am. I hate this team, the construction of it. It just makes no sense. They have like 700 playmaking guards combined with like 7 million centers. Like why? Like I just don't get the construction of this roster at all. I do love some of their players individually though. I just don't think it's going to mesh this year. So I'm going under. I went over plain and simple just because I think that number is too low. And at some point, I think they got to try to start winning some games. So, I mean, and Cade's healthy. Jaden Ivey is, what is it, his second, second year or third year? Second year, yeah. Second year. So, and they got the Asur Thompson or Amen. Mm-hmm. Asur. Asur, yeah. A lot of people are starting to like him too. So, I. 28 and a half. I really like Jalen like Duran, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I am totally on board with the Forbes. I thought 28 and a half was just too low of a number. I still having them missing the playoffs, but they could easily win 32 to 34 games. Like, we're not talking about anything insane with that number. I, I actually have some belief in them. And Monty Williams, right? We got a real coach true. on the squad as well That's who uh, might be able to. I think Monty Williams is an amazing coach for taking a bad team and making them good. I don't know about taking a good team and making them great, but bad to good, I think, is kind of Monty Williams' specialty, really. Yeah, that is true. Pacers, 39 and a half. I'm going over just barely, 41 or 42 wins for them. I'm expecting a little healthier season for Halliburton. I mean, he only played about 60 games last year. Uh, hopefully, he can get that to upper 60s, if not 70s games played. And if he plays that many games, I don't see how they don't win 40 games, if I'm being honest, especially with the the veteran addition of Bruce Brown. I feel like a lot of people are really sleeping on what that dude means to winning basketball games. Yeah, no, I went over two and basically just because of Tyrese Halliburton, to be honest, I, I think he's right. going to prove himself to be one of the elite players in the league this year and 40 wins for an elite player is It's kind of like expected. So that's kind of why I went over. This one was the hard, one of the hardest ones of the whole thing for me. I went under. I think they're going to be right around that 39 number. So it was just so hard for me. Um, and I had to pick some of these teams uh, here in this playoff race to keep in, and they're one that didn't quite make the cut for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave them on the under. It's going to be close, though. I, that's a team that could bust my bust yeah. me really hard. They're just so young and athletic. Like they're just going to be running up and down. That pace is so hard to keep up with for a lot of teams in the regular season. So that's why I'm a little higher on them. Bucks 53 and a half, just like the Celtics, man. I'm hitting over on this. I think this is these guys are 55 to 58 wins. Bucks and Celtics. Uh, yeah, there's questions about the perimeter D now, but Damon Giannis 
I mean, that is one of the nastiest, if not the nastiest duos in the entire league. They're going to win them a lot of games. No, and I think I, I also went the over. I think the perimeter defense is something to worry about more towards the playoff time where individual right. matchups are um, they're like a lot of things are getting exploited where like regular season it's more day to day. Yeah, 53 and a half is is a big number, but I also think they're just going to beat up on a lot of these terrible, terrible East teams. And I think they'll I have them as my one seed. So uh, I think Giannis will be motivated. Especially after that first round exit to the Heat. I okay. wonder, you think he's won an MVP, huh? Based on your headline? I do. Yeah. Any I under, under? I still have them as the two seed in the East. But again, like I said, I think 54 wins at the top of the league. So um, I don't I don't think the Bucks are going to quite hit that. Uh, just a little update. Jay, uh, Damian Lillard did just drop 39. Uh, Bucks over 76ers, 17 free throws for Dame Lillard in this game. Uh, wow. 118-117 win, Milwaukee over Philly. Kelly Oubre dropping 27 off the bench, 9 for 11 for the Sixers. Wild. Wow. My man, Tyrese Maxey, 31-8 and eight tonight, too. We love that. Do you, guys, do you guys see James Harden? They didn't Security didn't allow him on the plane. Yeah. That's oh my wild. god! That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't have faith in Philly when they're having to kick their own players up. The th- I mean, like, I don't so understand wild. too. There's no way they didn't tell him like, "Don't come." You know what I mean? Like, like they definitely were like, well, "Don't show up." And then he's like, "I'm just gonna show up anyway." No way they don't let me on the plane. Right. And then Daryl Morey just dropped him out, and he's like, "You're not getting on this plane." Well, that That's was the report wild. Like a day or two ago. The report a day or two ago said that they told Harden he's not allowed to come on the road trip. Yeah. Well, and so and you like know, you said, it's James Harden, so I'm showing up. They can't tell me no. In security, you know they're doing their job. Like, they're doing what right. they're told. Like, right. <laughs> they, they, I'm sure they were given strict instructions. James is not stepping on this plane. Yeah, right. they're just going with whoever <laughs> pays their paychecks. Yeah, literally. All right, last division here, Hawks. 42 and a half. They had 41 wins last year. I think Snyder's a, a upgrade at the coach. Um, maybe he can get Trey to get his head out of his ass some games. Um, I'm going over. It's going to be close, but I'm going over. I went over to it, but this is kind of one I wish I would have back. I, I'm i not confident in this one. I think, that, I think that's a really good number, to be honest. And if you've been following like these over-unders, like the last, like, five years Vegas has been just dialed in on them and they yeah they nail them so I think that's a really tough number I ended up over it just seems like they're more of a regular season type team with uh Mr. Trey Jones or not Trey Jones Trey Young Trey Young I went over on these guys as well I have faith in a comeback from Trey Young and I think with (laughs) excuse me with John Collins finally being gone I think they might be able to make it work a little better than they have been. Horn, one and a half. I'm going under. I think this is one of the worst teams in the league. I have no faith in them whatsoever. Uh, Their vets can't stay healthy, a.k.a. Gordon Hayward. And I think they need to stay healthy if they were to go over this number. So I'm going under. I went under as well. Um yeah, just not really convinced uh, about Lamelo, but honestly, 
that's such a low number too that I almost wish I would have went over. It seems like they got it. They got an, a bunch of depth and pieces that they might be able to sneak over thirty-one and a half. That's not too big. That's what I was saying. I went over, and again, I think this team is in the thirty-two to thirty-five win range. I think they got enough talent as long as Lamella stays healthy to do that. Fair enough. Heat forty-four and a half. I'm simply going over just off the fact that I cannot doubt this team ever again. Like, they just showed us last year. You cannot doubt them. I'm going over. Over. Yeah, no, I went under. That might be the Ooh. one that we that we differ from. 44 and a half seemed – you guys make me think that I'm making They won run. 44 last year. Exactly at that number. Yeah, no, I mean, I just think their team's getting a little on the older side. I, I, the Tyler Hero situation, though, I, he could also just come out raging this year, and he could be the reason they, they get that over just because he was in trade talks all offseason, then it get Dame. Yeah, I could see the motivation factor behind it. But something just – the 44-and-a-half, I don't know. It seems like a little too much. I went under. Magic, 37-and-a-half. This is an interesting team. Really interesting one to me. I'm going over. I think uh, this is a team that's important with the plan for sure this year. Expecting a year two jump from Paulo and, and another step forward from Franz as well. Yeah, no, Paulo in the depth. I, I went over as well. Um, 37 and a half just seems like too little for not for, for this team not to. Uh, you got I assets think to make a trade too. I think, I, yeah, I just think they're going to be successful this year. They have a lot of winning, win, like winning players. So I like faults. I like. Um, obviously, Franz too. Yeah, I, I went I went over on the Magic. You know, I believe in Paolo. I think Paolo's going to take right. a huge jump this year and be one of the top like ball creating forwards in the league, and uh, that'll just open things up for Franz more. So I went over on the Magic. Last team, our last team here, the Wizards, twenty four and a half. Uh, I'm gonna I basically use the same reason as the Hornets for them. I just think this is one of the worst teams in the league. Now that number is really low, so it would not surprise me in any way if they get at least 25 wins, but I am going under because I just don't have any faith in their depth at all. Yeah, no, I went under as well. I think they're just going to be the tank team this year. And that, that, that was my only reason to be honest. I don't think they have many win down pieces at all. I don't see many of the guys being, being on the team in the next few years. Right. Like so, Tyus, Tyus is just a, a three four month tryout for the trade deadline. Like, right. Most yeah. most of their player win, winning players are like that. That'll probably get shipped out by the trade deadline anyway. So, if they're if they would be smart, they'd let that Cooley buy. How, how do you say that guy's name? The guy that played a Wendy? Like that. Yeah. Let let him just cook. Give him the keys for the whole year. Yeah. Spin over under. What do you got? Uh, this is a tough one for me. Um, what did you guys say? I'm sorry, I cut out there. We for both a went under. Yeah, I'm going under too. I I I agree with y'all. I I just don't think. Yeah, I agree. Under. It is low though. It, it is. is it is a really low number. number. But I the just they're, they're they're going to be the worst team in the West, right, or the East, right? So I just I just somebody's got to hit their under on those bottom teams. Yes. Right. All right, let's shout out our, our seeds here. Forbes, you're the guest. Tell us your seeds for the playoffs, 1 to 10. 
my locked in top six seeds, I got the Bucks one seed, Celtics two, Cavs three, Knicks four, Sixers five, and Hawks six. And then I got in the play-in, I got Pacers seven, Heat eight, Magic nine, and the Raptors as the 10th seed. Okay. I'll just read mine off because I'm pretty close with Forbes. I have the Celtics being the one seed, though. The Bucks two, Cavs, Knicks, Sixers, three through five, just like Forbes. I got the Heat as the sixth seed, and then my play-in is Hawks seven, Pacers eight, Magic nine, and Raptors ten. Not bad. Vinny, I know you, I, you got to have some differences here. I got my C's number one, Bucks two, Cavs three, the Heat as my four seed, Knicks okay. five, Sixers six. Uh, Playing Hawks seven, Magic eight, Nets nine, and Bulls at ten. Raptors yeah. being the team. The Raptors, Pacers, Pacers odd teams out. Okay. No, I think there's some pretty clear cut tiers in in the East, where it's like the Agreed. West. You have like you you have a couple top tier teams, and then a lot of middle teams. But the yeah. East, you got. I mean, you obviously got the Bucks, Celtics, and then you can maybe put the Cavs in their own tier. Yep, I think Cavs are the next tier, and then I feel like it's Knicks, Heat, Sixers, kind of in their own tier. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Who do yeah. we got winning the East? Who's winning the East? Shout out. C's, baby. C's, baby. Bucks over Celtics. C's over Bucks. And I am also, I'm actually on Spinny's side here. I'm going C's over Bucks as well. I, I forgot to ask choice. Buck, give us your NBA Finals take. Who do you got? You have the Bucks playing who and who's winning? Forbes. <sighs> I think it's the Bucks. I think it's Bucks over Nuggets. Bucks over Nuggets. Bucks your NBA champion. Giannis gets ring two, huh? Yep. That's what you're thinking. Dang, I'm going Nuggets. I'm going Nuggets back in the finals as well versus the Celtics. That's where I think the Celtics run ends because I don't think they can stop the man Jokic. Jokic gets ring number two. Back to back. I'm, and I'm going C's over Warriors. Repeats of Warriors, two years ago huh? with the C's getting their revenge. Yeah, I said that. The Warriors are my team from the West. I really believe in them this year. So we're going C's over Warriors. You believe in them after how much you didn't believe in them last year, huh? That's yep. Much different team. Much different team. Weird what CP3 will exude confidence in the spinning. That's, that's wild. All right, Forbes, though, we appreciate you coming on, giving us your expertise as usual. And you took over guests. Leader number one for trivia, so congrats. You're back up top. Always fun. I'm sure Mike will be on soon for college football. What do do we got? Where he'll kill us, per usual. Full season. You got Big Ten Championship where he'll shine. Thanks for having me on, boys. Yes, sir. Thanks for being on. We love you. Peace and love, boys. Spinny Classic is the summon things when I don't. Yeah, it's because I'm better than you. It's my show. Come on. I can summon things whenever I want. Look at that. It's crazy. Oh, no. Yeah. The summoning master. Let's go. YouTube exclusive for y'all. Come check us out uh, on YouTube if you want to see what I can do. Okay. NBA Awards, eh? 
NBA awards. Let's start up top, huh? MVP. Let's just get right into it. Who do you got, Spin? My boy JT. Gotta go with the standings. JT, Celtics are the huh? one. And JT breaks through Jeez. and gets it done. Jeez. Jason Tatum. Plus 430, Jokic. Plus 550, Luka. Plus 650 tied is Giannis and Jason Tatum. That's your top three. I guess four, technically. Uh, I'm going Jokic. MVP number three incoming for the man. Definitely could see it. DPOY. This is where, I don't know. I don't know what vibe you're getting from this war this year. I'm going I'm Giannis. Getting a fun one. Ooh. I'm going Giannis. I actually I like that uh, pick a lot. I think it's because um, of the lack of perimeter defense. I think yeah. that really, like, Shows yes. how good defensively is. Gosh, you kind of make me want to change my pick. But I'm going to stick with mine with this team making a big come up as the three seed in the East. We're picking Evan Mobley for DPOY. Mobley? I like that pick. I like that one a lot. DPOY, we had Jaron Jackson plus 500, Mobley plus 700, and Giannis and AD tied at plus 850. <laughs> Rookie of the year, minus 150, obviously Wemby. Chet plus 380, plus 500 for Scoot. I'm going Wemby, obviously. Yeah, we're changing my initial reaction. I wanted to go Chet, but especially if the Spurs end up in the plan, it's definitely Wembosity for rookie of the year. Yeah, you, you basically have to pick him for that. Yep. We are on to sixth man of the year. I think I'm going to surprise you with my pick here. Manuel Quickly, plus 650. Norman Powell, plus 1,000. Malik Monk, plus 1,100. Who do you got? I got my boy on the nine-seeded Brooklyn Nets, Cam Thomas, for six-man of the year this year. Cam Thomas is my six-man pick. Well, I just six-man is going to be a wild one this year, and there's no big standout. So, yeah, I I like Cam Thomas. I think – this one is really risky just given how many games he can potentially start for the team. But I'm going Chris Paul. I think uh, he's going to play enough off the bench. I feel like that's the plan because why would you start Curry, Paul, and Clay Thompson? Like that's just a defensive nightmare right there. Um, that's a risky pick. I do think, though, a lot of people are sleeping on Norman Powell. This dude is like – like a lock for 18 points per game off the bench. And especially if Kawhi and, and PG ever get hurt this season, his role will increase. That was a, I was really debating between CP3 and, and Norman Powell. Most like improved. Mikel Bridges plus 1,000, Tyus Maxey plus 1,100, and Cade Cunningham third at plus 1,300. Spinny, who's your most improved this year? You know, I got to go with my boy, right? You're going Two Mikel? nets. Two nets with these awards. Mikhail Bridges. By the way, Cam Thomas plus 1,300 for six man of the year. So still in the, in the yeah. realm of possibility. That is nice. I'm going, you know, I'm going my boy then. Kentucky boy. That Norman is. Powell. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey. I think uh, his playmaking mm. could potentially unlock here. If Harden's gone, we saw him go 30, 31 and 8. But if Harden's gone, he's starting, right? Most, most improved. improved. Sorry, yeah. sorry, geez, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yes, I, yeah, I like that's that why pick for Tyrese. I'm going Maxi. My other guy I was thinking of was Mikel, just like you picked. Coach of the year, Spinny. 
this team potentially will have the best record. We both have them at the one seed. I, after all the flame I gave them last year, I'm picking Joe. Joe Maz, Joe Maz, baby. I think Joe too? Maz too. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go. go. My boy, aka my anti boy, the most least my of my boys on the seas, Joe Maz, is gonna respond. He's gonna change my opinion about him, and he's gonna win Coach of the Year, Joe Maz. I, I do think those uh, what Sam Cassell, he went on the staff, didn't yep. he? They got some vets coming on the staff. I think that's gonna really help him out. I do think uh, a sneaky one could be. These guys, these teams that people are thinking of, like Dagenault for the Thunder, um, mm-hmm. if if Carlisle, if the Pacers really outperform, Rick Carlisle could be in that mix. Uh, Quinn Snyder, if the, the Hawks outperform, some of those lower tier guys. I do possibly, feel like they, possibly Frank Vogel too, huh? I feel like he could Frank be Vogel, yeah. in that category if their sons are very very good. I feel like they give it to either like the clear cut best team coach or like last year Mike Brown, a team that no one really expected and then was really good. So. Next award is the Clutch Award. I I think this is just strictly based off of how many points you score in clutch time. Um, yep. I could be totally wrong, so I don't I don't really know how you vote for this when it's actually just based off the stats itself. I'm going our guy. Screw it. I already said I expect to jump forward. Anthony Edwards, Clutch Award winner this year. Really, Anthony yep. Edwards? Huh? Let's go, Ant for Clutch Award Let's winner go. this year as well. I did not think you were taking that. Yes, sir. You have a you have a a shout out, a second place guy you could see. Tyrese Halberton. I think that's Ooh. my I think that's my shout out clutch guy if the Pacers are if the Pacers are good. And obviously the favorite is Luca. I think that that right. obviously is a possibility as well. I, I do think Fox can repeat as well. As I've said, I'm I'm high on the Kings again this year, so he could be in that mix. Those are the awards. Now we get into the real interesting stuff. <laughs> The three all NBA. This teams is a hard made. one. This is so hard because you got to now consider sixty-five games played. Yep, and it's also positionless. Yep. Where do you want to start? You want to start start on top or start at the third team? Let's start on top. Okay, first team. I'll give you all five of my guys. I feel like most of them are not surprises in any regard whatsoever. I'm taking Giannis, Jokic, Tatum, and Bead and Luca. Hmm. I'm going Luka, Curry, Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic. Okay. So I'll hit on the Embiid point right away. Do you have him not playing enough games? Do you have him on second team? What, what do you think with Embiid? I do have him on second team. Okay. Um, but he did sketch me out not playing enough games also. So yeah, he, I thought about he's leaving always him off, around 65. But <laughs> I kept him um, and put him on second team. Second team, that's where I have Curry. I have Shy, Book, Spida, and Fox. All guards on my second team. I like that. I also have have SGA on my second team. Embiid, SGA, Donovan Mitchell, Dame, and Devin Booker. That is my All-NBA second team. Dame, huh? Mm -hmm. Two bucks on the top two teams. That'd be wild. Do you have all guards there too? Uh, other than Embiid, yeah. Oh, you said Embiid. No, sorry. Other than Embiid, all guards. Yeah. I mean, my teams are obviously kind of ordered based on how I predicted the standings, obviously. Like yes, I have of course. 
you know, Spider has to be second team if I have the Cavs yep. the third seed. Fox has yep. to be on second team if if I have them as the two seed, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Third team. This is this is the fun one. Third team. This is the fun one. Our boy headlines it, baby. Let's go. Anthony Edwards gets that all NBA jump this year. Damian Lillard on the team. This is where I can't really decide. I'm going Trey Young. I have him in the playoffs being a pretty good team. I'm going Trey Young because he is constantly 70-plus games. He is for sure going to play 65-plus games. Um, from here, it gets really tough. I think it belongs to a Heat player and a Knicks player. I'm going to go Brunson this year instead of Randall, and I'm going to go Bam instead of Jimmy. Wow. I like that. I'm going Jimmy over Bam. I have Jimmy. Uh my guy in Boston who gets it again, Jalen Brown, is not going to drop off all NBA. He you don't think so? Even NBA with Drew and Porzingis taking shots? Nah, nah. He's, he's still going to be the second guy on that team. Darren Fox, third guy on third team. I think, I think he's just going to be too good this year. And then my reaches. Anthony Edwards, I think, will grace the list, uh, possibly in that 27-a-game range. And my DPOY, who could not be left off, Evan Mobley, All-NBA, third team. Yeah, that makes sense. If he's in that discussion, he's probably got to be thrown on there. That's for sure. A couple shout-outs, though, before we, uh, before we rapid-fire through our week eight NFL picks here to finish off the episode. I just wanted to mention, like, AD, We I think you left him off, too. That's a yeah. dude, obviously, if he plays 65, he's in this mix. Yeah. Jaron Jackson, also, here, he's in yeah. this mix. Uh, KD. Kevin Durant, yep, yeah, that was a that was a games played left right. off as well. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he didn't hit sixty five last year, so uh, that that was and Kawhi, Kawhi and PG, Kawhi and PG, two other guys, guys, but there just haven't been sixty game performances from them recently, so I I couldn't go with it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. All right, we're gonna finish off this episode seventy eight here. Just giving y'all our week eight picks. Shout out to Spinny. Normally, I would not be shouting him out because he is in the lead now. But uh, he took the lead because he was a homer and I wasn't. I pulled the Spinny and I picked go, the Niners. Oh, so Spinny was right. He yeah. took the lead. Uh, I was up by one heading into the primetime games and, and I got both of them wrong. I got Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football wrong. Spinny got them both right. So Spinny is up by one. We both picked the Bills tonight. Uh, that's 24 to 10, 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So it looks like we're both going to be right there. Sunday, though, Pats at Dolphins. Dolphins, nine and a half point favorites, especially after coming coming off a loss here. I'm taking the Dolphins at home. Yep, Finns at home. Pats aren't good enough to beat them. Battle of New York teams, Smitty. Jets visiting, quote unquote, visiting the Giants, where the Jets are three point favorites. That defense is going to give Daniel Jones. Actually, I don't even know if Jones is playing this week. Do, do you know that? I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I'm more inclined to pick the Giants if it's Tyrod than I am if it's Daniel Jones. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I agree. So you're taking the I'm, Jets too, then? I'm taking the Jets. This is a tough one. This is a good game here, I, I think. Yeah, Jags at Steelers. Two and a half point favorites for the Jags. This one's so tough for me. Um, I'm going to go home team. I'm going Steelers. I think their D uh, steps up. TJ Watt goes nuts. This is a tough one for me too, but I'm going to stick with my Jags. I'm going to stick with my Jags, right. uh, getting the win 
um, uh, what's his face? Trubisky 2.0. Kenny Pickett has a tough game <laughs> and uh, Jags make it up. Six and two, your Jags would be then. Sheesh. Yes, sir. As Falcons. predicted. As as you predicted, that is correct. Even though you did have them 14 and three. So I don't know. Still if possible. Still the wrong possibility. It is. Falcons at Titans. Two and a half point favorites for the Falcons. Man, I hate I hate even picking this type of game here. Because like I'm I picking really the Panthers, no baby. Panthers no, get their Panthers. first win on the Oh, no. sorry. It's Falcons Titans. Fallen Titans. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, nah, I jumped ahead no, of the game. I'm going. I'm going the road team. I'm going Falcons. I'm taking Tennessee at home. Okay. Derrick Henry goes wild, and maybe his last game potentially. Yeah. Texans at Panthers. Are you taking the Panthers? Then? Is that no, what you were taking the Texans. CJ Stroud outshines Bryce Young as he has this whole season. Texans get the win. Exactly what I was thinking. Texans for sure. Rams at Cowboys. Six-point favorites for Cowboys. I feel like that's... It should be an easy dub for Dallas, but it's kind of a trap game at the same time. I feel like so I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams on the road in this game. All right. Well, I got to make sure we differ a little bit since I'm now losing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the boys. I'll take the boys. You can, have, you can have your favorite. Well, we better both be on the same page here because our Minnesota Vikings play in Lambeau Field. We're one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. This Packer team, yes, they were on the road last week, but they lost to the freaking Broncos. They suck. Jordan Love is not good. Daniel I don't want to take the Packers to be different than you, but I'm going to stick Daniel with Daniel Hunter's been on a rampage this year. Man. He's going to give Jordan Love some props. You're being Thanks. a homer then, right? Okay, good. Saints at Colts. Even. Even line here. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. I think Gardner, he is kind of the up and down guy. He had an up week last week. He'll probably have a down week this week, especially against the Saints D. So I'm going to take the Saints over the Colts. Damn. You honestly, you made me want to change my pick just from your reasoning because you're so absolutely <laughs> right about Gardner. Gardner can't have two good games in a row. No, it's one and it's, it's, yeah. But I can't, I can't just switch my pick because you said that. So I guess I got to rock the Colts then. <laughs> I'm not confident of that one. Eagles at Commanders. We Eagles are seven-point favorites. I feel like that's too high, though. Don't you think? Really? It's a divisional game, so it'll probably be closer. I'd take the Commanders if it was the spread. Well, Coman- commanders, the commanders playing them tough. Last they year, are. Last they're year always too. playing tough. Yeah, I'm going Eagles, though, obviously. I just thought that spread was a, maybe a little too high for a road team. Agreed. Browns at Seahawks. Seahawks four-point favorites. Obviously, the biggest question here is who the hell is going to be a quarterback? Is it P.J. Walker or Deshaun Watson? Like, who really knows with with uh, Deshaun's shoulder injury and now concussion, even though he was clear during the game? No one really knows what the hell is going on there. Um, this is tough because of how good the freaking defense is for the Browns. I think I got to go Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks at home. Over the Browns. Okay. We're definitely a lot here. So this yep. it's kind of worrying me. I might be behind by a lot. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Ravens at Cardinals. Ravens nine and a half point favorites. I mean, they're keeping my, they're keeping my, this my AFC boys are getting the win. Yep. Yeah. No doubt about it. Chiefs at Broncos. Seven point favorites for the Chiefs. 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 Broncos are not beating the Chiefs. No chance in hell. 
Uh, this might be a sneaky game here. Bengals versus 49ers, four-point favorites for the Niners. Niners right the ship this week. Niners right the ship and uh, get the dub at home. So, you, yeah, you, you think that's happening even if Purdy's out? Yep. Okay. I have faith in Sam Darnold in that offense. I yeah. can't believe I just said I had faith in Sam Darnold, but I know what offense I do. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going with 49ers. Last two games here. Sunday night football. Is the Bears at the Chargers? What a gross Sunday night football game, honestly. Yeah, two even though versus two and four, the Chargers will win, even though there'll be more Bears fans at the stadium. But even the Chargers aren't bad yeah. enough to choke this game, I don't think. Who knows? Though the Bears did absolutely steamroll with Tyson Badgett, uh, the the Raiders last week. So your Raiders, True. even my Raiders. <laughs> Just because you speaking love of saying my, it. Speaking of my Raiders, do it then. Do it. We're going to pick the Lions this week at home. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, Lions, Lions at, home, at home, man. Eight-point favorites. Plus, they uh, got absolutely obliterated last week, so you know they're motivated to come back out and yeah. get a dub. So, Lions yeah. getting that done for sure. All right, y'all. That was it, man. The episode 78. NBA preview. NBA preview, man. I'm so excited for the season. I know. It's going to be wild. Ooh. It's going to be so wild. Oh, man. Spinny, my Q&A it. for you. Very Ooh. quick one. Volleyball. How did uh, how'd that Oshkosh game go, your last couple games? What are things looking like? you got to be inching towards the playoffs here, right? Yeah, two games left. Oshkosh, we took them to five, number two ranked team in the country. So that was obviously really fun. Uh, it was tough. I really wish we could have pulled it out, but didn't happen. We played Eau Claire last night. Um, we have not beat River Falls has not beaten Eau Claire since 2004, 19 years. Whoa. Since the last time you, UWRF volleyball beat Eau Claire. We won last night in five sets. Um, nice, nice win for us. Um, put us in, in the driver's seat as far as our seating goes in the WAC. So two games to go, uh, probably about 60% chance for the five seed, 20% four, four seed, 20% six seed. So. But we put ourselves in the driver's seat as far as that goes, which is good. And when uh, did you say that was going to be, the playoffs? Uh, they start November 6th. So we have one game next Wednesday and then next Saturday against Whitewater to close the season. And WIAC first game is that Tuesday. So That Tuesday, okay. Yep. So you we'll can calendar as hard as in hard. Be sure to stream yep. that. You can catch it. Just type in UW River Falls Volleyball. Go to schedule. Scroll down to the yep. game. Click live video. It's right there. Yep, all the games are streaming the Wyatt Network. We actually got a good announcer as well, so it actually uh, is a tell uh, play by play game. So that uh, that is Look. fun. How'd your scrimmage go today? That's my Q and A for you. Tell me about that. We win. We won. Win. We win. Good grammar there, boss. Uh, we played. It was you know, it's a scrimmage. Like we reset the score at halftime. So we keep track of the score in both halves, and we run a yeah. third half for the JV. Uh, but we did win because, of course, we keep track of that score. We did win against St. Mary's out of Winona, Minnesota. Our first game is November 10th, Friday, November 10th, and we play a back-to-back. Uh, we also play on the 11th. We play MSOE, Milwaukee School of Engineering, as well as Wisconsin Lutheran, two teams we uh, squared off against last year to open the season. Uh, we got two wins against them last year. So I know both those teams will be hungry and, and ready to play against us this year. So uh, stay tuned for a couple more weeks, and and then we'll get things rolling in my season. Let's get Can't it. wait. This is the this is the crossover time for us. I know it is. 
It's it really is. So, thank you, Hardys and Hardos, for listening to us throughout all of it. And thank you to our guests for putting up with our schedules and helping us make this awesome content. Uh, like and subscribe to it. Of course, we wait till the end of the episode like we always do. Um, but yeah, we love you, Hardys and Hardos. We'll give you some moons to roll out um, and hug your friends and family.